1: G'day, Matt G's here with today's 2020 podcast. Just a reminder, you can catch the full 2020 program every weekday on the Vision Radio Network in the West from 8, in Queensland from 10, and in the Eastern Summer States from 11am. And of course, the best of 2020 every weekend. Check your local program guides for all the details. A brand new Australian produced documentary on the work of the mercy ship Africa Mercy airs on SBS Television tonight a special preview screening that I was invited to last week, I met Dr Judith Go, who shared her memories of life afloat as a surgeon and how the documentary impacted her. Judith is a urogynecologist, and we begin by looking at when she first served on mercy ships and what keeps her coming back.
0: I've been uh, doing volunteer work in Africa since 1995, and I first served on the ship in 2004. And uh, just by looking, you know, experiencing the... I suppose the changes that you can make in some people's uh, lives—that that's what keeps bringing me back—and also to, I suppose, it helps me appreciate things that I've got uh, back home. I I believe that you know, being able to do things and having things here is a gift from God, and so therefore I have to be mindful about my gifts that I I should you know use them appropriately.
1: Where did you first learn about Mercy Ships and discover that this is an opportunity for you to serve?
0: Um, I actually heard it from a friend who was supposed to be a fistula surgeon on the ship, but he couldn't make it, uh, and so he um, asked me to, to serve on the ship. And we, I mean, I've, I've known him for quite a few years, and we've been doing fistulas in Africa
1: previously. I guess um, the most obvious question I really should ask is: Could you explain a little bit about fistula? Now, it's a term we have heard before um, through different other. Christian ministries that work with people with different disabilities in developing countries, but could you just give us, uh, I guess, the, the short version of what fistula is and what a fistula surgeon does?
0: Okay, in, on the fistula uh, in Africa, we mainly mean the obstetric fistula, uh, which occurs because of childbirth injuries. So that's due to a prolonged obstructed and neglected labour. So for example, it rarely happens here in Australia because the women in labour are monitored and if the baby is not being able to be delivered vaginally, then we'll assist either with an instrumental delivery or caesarean section. However, when the women are in Africa in the village uh, labor with no assistance, then they continue to labor. So if uh, and on average, the women labor for about four days. So this causes significant uh, injuries to the pelvic structures in the women and also Uh, most of the babies will not survive. Because of the um, um, injury in the pelvic region, um, I suppose a hole will develop in the bladder into the vagina or from the rectum into the vagina, which means that these women, unfortunately, will have no control whatsoever of their urine and also sometimes of their feces, and they actually leak the urine and the feces into the vagina 24 hours a day.
1: So obviously this sort of uh, condition would make them uh, an absolute outcast in their societies.
0: That's correct. Uh, because they leak all the time, uh, they do uh, it's obviously quite offensive, and you know you can smell the, the patients as they come in, and they're very ashamed by it, and the family are also very ashamed by the condition because they often do not understand that uh, it's a medical condition, it's all preventable. They sometimes think it's because they're cursed or there's something wrong with them, uh, and so that the family actually, you know, um, the husbands would leave them, and uh, often, um, you know, that they're outcasts and they have to be beggars.
1: When you look at the work of Mercy Ships, what's the first thing that springs to mind in describing it to other people, perhaps to other Professional colleagues, or or just people from your church community, or the community in general.
0: Uh, as, as the mercy ship said, is is um, hope and healing, and that's what you try to bring to them. Because if the ship does not uh, go to these countries, then these people will continue to suffer because there's there's no other medical assistance. Uh, or expertise available in a lot of those countries that the ship will visit. So, for example, the, the women with the fistulas, they will continue to have this condition. So um, it is hope and healing. And uh, we also, at the same time, do try to uh, upskill the local practitioners um, and, and to assist them in the education and also to assist them to help their own women as well, or their own uh, patients, yeah.
1: Now, now, working on Mercy ships is probably very different to perhaps a field hospital or or even an army surgical hospital, for example, in a war torn situation. I believe that you've got first-end experience of the difference between working on, for example, the Community of Mercy ships and what they have to offer compared to a a local regional hospital in in suburban Africa.
0: Yeah, that's right. Certainly the the ship, um, I would say, would be as close as you can get to working conditions here in Australia. You know, there's there's, um, water, there's electricity, you know, there's air conditioning, there's lighting. And uh, often when I go to other places in parts of Africa, um, you know, I can't guarantee that there's going to be electricity. Sometimes the electricity goes off in the middle of surgery, so I have to bring my headlamp. Sometimes there's no um, water, which makes it very difficult to run the hospital to to clean and sterilize things. So the the ship, uh, you know, is a very um, well-run unit.
1: Looking at the documentary of the surgical ship that's coming up soon on SBS, um, what what sort of reaction have you had now that you've seen the documentary, and why would you say other people should have a look at it and really see what Mercy Ships is about?
0: Uh, I think because uh, people should have a look at it, because um, often the work of the Mercy Ship is not known in the community, especially here in Australia. Uh but also I, I hope that it will help people understand what the ship does, um, to understand that if they do donate to the ship, for example, um, that it goes to the patients because all the volunteers are self-funded. Uh, the other thing I'd hope that they'd also understand or know is I suppose to appreciate how good it is in Australia, and a lot of people do take that for granted. Um, without appreciating things at home. And hopefully they'll, you know, uh, have a look back and think, well, you know, we, we've got it pretty good here in the country and we should be thankful for what we've got.
1: And why do you keep going back? Why why do you keep serving on the Mercy Ships and saying, well, you know what, I've got a skill to offer and I want to do it with Mercy Ships as well as other areas in Africa?
0: Um, I, like I said, it is, it's because um, because I can, I suppose, and, and because, um, like I said, I... I think this is a gift that i have to be you know mindful about how i I use what's been given to me by god you know if you spend just a few weeks of your life and you can help and almost transform other people's lives you know it's is um quite addictive (laughs) yeah it's quite addictive um you know and and you know it, it um gives me great i suppose um honor and privilege that i that i can actually do this yeah